0: Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals. That's dell.com slash deals.
1: When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven
0: quality at lower than low prices.
1: In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family,
0: look for delicious Kroger brand products
2: Well, I'm feeling so good, you know, when you're hitting stride. I'm starting to hit a stride in my show. I'm starting to feel good about myself. That's what. That's how you. That's how you know you're starting. To, you got the right model. I'm doing this show for me because of the fact that I want to deliver information to you. Information I feel that uh, has helped me out in my life. I'm using relationships. I'm using people that I know, and then I'm inviting people on that I don't know because if you you gotta expand your reach. I've learned that in life. You can't keep talking to the same people if you want to be successful. You got to be able to talk to people you don't know, then gain respect from them, then they give you information about things that you don't know. And guess what? You will eventually become, as they say, a person of knowledge. I am a person of knowledge. That's what money-making conversation is all about. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. Every Monday, you can hear my show live on Facebook. And see it live and hear me live on Biz 1190 from 10 a.m. to noon in Atlanta, Georgia. And the show is replayed every Friday. I'm talking about every Friday at the same time and every Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This episode of Money Making Conversations can be heard on Sirius XM Channel 141 on Howard University campus and Sirius XM Channel 142 on HBCU campuses and can be downloaded on iTunes, iHeartRadio podcast, Stetcher, and SoundCloud. Now, if you have Alexa... If you have Alexa, simply enable Money Making Conversation on your Alexa, and I start talking in your house, in your backyard, in your bathroom, anywhere you have Alexa. I just start talking and giving advice and motivating people to get out their chair and change their lives. That's what I do. Each Money Making Conversation radio talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. They, in turn, me being my guests, uh, deliver information about career planning, motivation, financial literacy, and how they lead a balanced life. My guest is on the line. This first time we spoke. I did a little short chat before we got online here just to break the ice, let him know I love him and respect him. My first next guest is a husband, a son, a brother, a believer in Christ, an entrepreneur, and the starting outside linebacker for the New York Jets. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Brandon Copeland. How
1: you doing, man?
2: Uh, pretty good, Brandon. Okay, Brandon, I, you know, I always, I always go through the bios. I really try to take my time and and get a little nuggets. And so when I see right. something like uh, a believer in Christ, that means that that's something that's important to you because it's part of your bio. Why is it important for yeah. you to say that and have it as part of your bio?
1: Yeah, because I think, well, I know I would literally not be where I'm at today without Christ, uh, without god i mean there's so many times in my life you know if you look at football but then also bigger than life and bigger than football um there's so many different things that i've seen and witnessed and mm-hmm. uh just the miracle of life in general you know I, I know for a fact that i would not be here without without his blessing right and uh yeah that that's, i think we look at even simple stuff like just the mindset I'm blessed with. You, you see, you speak to a lot of people on your on your show, and you. I'm sure you leave a lot of those conversations like, "Wow, like that person." There's something different about him, like that mm-hmm. the way mm-hmm. he takes information, and instead of it letting, instead of it being a deterrent to him or an obstacle to him, he turns that into motivation somehow. He or she turns that into motivation somehow, mm-hmm. right? Like that to me is a simple blessing mm-hmm. right because I could have a personality that took that and used that as an excuse mm-hmm. or an obstacle for why I wasn't great or why I couldn't make it. So um so yeah that's where everything starts.
2: Well you know it's interesting because uh in the game of football especially professional football faith is a big component. You see a lot of players mm-hmm. a lot of players sharing prayer before especially after the game. Why yeah. why do you feel there's such a strong uh Root in uh, the game of professional football,
1: faith. Wow, that's a that's a great question. I think um, I think there's it starts with your upbringing, mm-hmm. um, and I think that you actually see a lot of teams praying together before a game. Yes, sir. Um, you know, you, you like you say, you have those prayer circles, you have your Bible studies on teams right. and stuff like that, and those are select group of guys. Uh, that choose to do those. But then even as like a locker room, we pray together before and after every single game, right? Which I think is pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and it ultimately, you know, there. I was actually just having a conversation about understanding about the battle of preseason and going into a preseason camp and football being one of the most, uh, this is going in the year seven for me, but my rookie year, I, I, I realized that football was one of the most cutthroat but beautiful sports at the same time. And the fact that like you literally can sit in a room where there's seven linebackers, right. And you know, that only four of you are going to make the team. Right. But you still find a way to be friends and still find a way to help each other. Like I know that I'm literally fighting to take your job or you're not going to be able to pay your bills this year from the NFL per se, specifically because me. But we still find a way to coach each other up and help each other out and laugh and joke off the field and build relationships. And I think that that all has to do with faith, right? I think one of the, the things, the pieces of advice a guy gave to me my rookie year was like you can't stress what you can't control. Absolutely. And some of the decisions made, especially in the NFL locker room and the business of sports, are well out of your control and those that's all up to God all you can do is work as hard as possible prepare train and and leave it all out there on the field and let God take care of the rest right, right. and for good or bad you know you you might look at a, a decision as bad in the moment but it might be you know it, it's God's plan it's God's work and in the long run it's it's all in in your favor in Absolutely. my opinion.
2: Absolutely. That's why I wanted to bring that up because, you know, football is such an interesting sport, you know, because Faith plays a, such a major play in it. And then they go out on the field and um, somehow Faith doesn't play a role in the tackling. Though It's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? Here's a guy coming at you, Brandon, 4-2 uh, f- four, 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 four speed. You you yeah. you looking at them going, "Okay, really? You you going to come at me like that? I'm going to come at you like that and we're going to man up in a minute at right. this yard line." And so that's why it's a really an amazing sport because it's a blessing, but it also has a physical timeline tied to it. And I, yeah. and I the one in my tone, I realized you were an undrafted free agent according to your bio, and you say I'm going into that's my 7th year in the league, and you know how it is. Oh. So every year you've just been grinding, grinding. So oh. faith has has played a major role because guess what? You just never know what happens. You know, don't want to talk oh. negative, but you just never know. And so yeah. now in your seventh year, where are you in perspective to all of this? What's the next step for you?
1: Yeah, I think um, for me personally, I always say when people ask what year I'm in, I say going into year seven, God willing, you know, um, and I really believe that. Um, I, I literally take things one day at a time. So – For me personally, football has always been a means to an end. Uh, In high school, I remember using football as my way to get to college. Uh, Then at college, it was, okay, hey, I can take this and get to the NFL, and that'll be my way to start my own empire, build my own business, create my own culture, you know, change people's lives, all of that stuff. And that'll be startup capital. Right. So for me now, in year seven, you know i'm I'm in the midst of actually creating that empire I'm doing real estate i'm I'm a professor of financial literacy at my alma mater I have a foundation i'm I'm working on a, a production company and and producing content and stuff like that um, so i'm I'm year seven for me is one a culmination of a lot of hard work I finally got the chance to start this past season and and had my best season yet. And now I'm planning on building on that this this season Mm -hmm. and, you know, tearing it up on the field Yes, sir. first and foremost, Mm -hmm. but then also really hustling up off the field to create that empire and that financial freedom for myself and my family for the rest of our lives. And that is my, my ultimate goal is when I'm done football to be able to, I tell people this, I used to get shy at saying this and I used to feel a little, you know, reserved by saying this, but, I'll take back the, the cockiness or the arrogance that it, it comes off as, and I'll explain it, but I literally want to do what I want, when I want, when I'm done football, right? And what that means is, some days I'm going to wake up and run my house flipping business and I want to be, I want to pick out towels and carpets right, and right, paint right. colors and all I that stuff, that. right? And some days I just want to be a, a founder of uh, I want to run my foundation I want to go out into the community and and help people, and help families, and and help kids reach their potential. Hold that thought real quick,
2: because I want to go to the next break. Uh, On the phone is Brandon Copeland uh, from Baltimore, Maryland, now lives in New Jersey, where he's completed his best season as the starting outside linebacker for the New York Jets. We'll be back with more of Brandon Copeland. He's the man. He's a believer. He's a player. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. Uh, money-making conversations. If you have not heard about money-making conversations, somebody will eventually tap you on your shoulder and say, you better hear, okay? If was that, does it doesn't do that right, now? <laughs> my my guest on the phone right now, I said it earlier in, in his intro, he's a husband, a son, a brother, a believer in Christ, an entrepreneur, and the starting outside linebacker for the New York Jets. You know, that's his title. You know, you have to get a title. And you take that title and you don't run from it. I've had many athletes on the and, and retired athletes, and I always tell them about the NFL. That is an exclusive club, my friend. You do you 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 use the NFL as much as you can to build your brand outside of the NFL. Because guess what? Everybody knows about the NFL. He's on the phone. He's just talking about building his empire. Please welcome back to the show, Brandon Copeland. Thanks,
1: thanks, thanks. I think you just you just hit the nail right on the head. You you use the NFL as much as you can to build your brand. <laughs> I'm build telling you. Yourself up. I'm, they but definitely using you.
2: You know, I was I was talking to uh, I talk to people all the time and uh and some of them are athletes and some of them are try to run away from the NFL. They try to I'm done with that. I said, excuse me. Excuse me. I'm just going <laughs> to let you know. Rashawn McDonald could never have played in the NFL, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't even think about playing in the NFL. That's a you know some I mean? that's that sport is so removed from the average guy. Okay, I'm talking. They go out there and play flag football, touch football. That's not professional football. I'm sorry. Just look at that little league they got on right now, the AAF. I've tried mm-hmm. to look at that and I go, that's not football. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's not college football and that's not NFL. Yeah. I go up to the Canadian yeah. Football League. I go, uh, they playing football, but there's only three downs. Let me go back down to the NFL where they playing <laughs> four downs and they crushing people to four two, four two. You know, when I look at the combines, that's a big thing. And so, how do you use being a starting linebacker for the New York Jets as an advantage for your brand?
1: Yeah, I think I think first and foremost you map out, you do your best to map out what you want to do and where you're trying to go. Right and the reason why I say you do your best career we, we we don't all of us don't know exactly where we want to be five years from now. some people do and if you do more power to you great for you that's that's amazing um but these plans are are ever evolving but um once you've got a decent idea of where you want to be, I think that's when you use the brand, use the n f l logo the shield to reach out to people mm-hmm. who can help mentor you in those spaces, right? Um, I, by playing in New York, have access to the New York market, right? Yeah. I can reach out <laughs> to people in Manhattan. The largest market in the country. Exactly, exactly. I can reach out to people in almost any industry in the world and say, hey, like, do you, do you mind taking five minutes of your time to sit down with me? Right. Um, I can u- leverage the platform, so to speak, and, and use it for all its worth at this point to shake hands, meet people. And who knows where that conversation goes and leads to. And, and I think a lot of people, you know, they, they're, not necessarily unwilling to have that conversation, but just unwilling to get out of their comfort zone and put themselves in the awkward position of reaching out to ask for help. Once you get over that and you start doing that and and making those connections, then it it just, it's like a bowling ball effect. That has been been grateful. That's something I'm grateful for from the NFL in terms of just having the platform and being able to have that blessing to know, Hey, I need to use it and maximize it now and maximize
2: it today. Now, I'm going to ask you this: uh, this is a quick, this is a good question because of the fact that, you know, you seem rather calm and you seem rather mm-hmm. in control. And uh, so, I, I hear read about you teaching this life one on one at your alma mater, University of Pennsylvania. And um, what is your goal for that class? Because, you know, you're talking finances. You're talking about you're telling people yeah. how, about. Your, your vision of what they should do with their money are suggestions because you never want to say you never want to just lean in because people are hold you accountable well you told yeah. me sir <laughs> yeah. to invest in that and that uh, and that pig over there and that pig didn't grow like yeah. you said so everything is about with a with a disclaimer disclaimer of you how like i would tell 100%. people like i would tell people you know I i, I, I live check to check from a standpoint that they say, what do you mean I said well i only I only spend what i I only spend what I want to pay for that month. I don't okay. I don't get out of that. I, I buy my cars. I buy my homes. I buy my clothes. And if I if, if I don't exceed what I plan on spending for that month, because I don't like taking a credit card to the next month. I tell people that all the mm-hmm. time. And it's really important mm-hmm. that uh, that you understand that. So what is your life 101? What is your life 101 plan?
1: Yeah, so... Um, in terms of sorry, in terms of the goals for the class or my yes, sir, personal,
2: I, 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 apologize, I apologize for the goals for the class. I, I got to talking about myself, okay. but the, the class because that's something the reason I'm um, asking is that is it going to become a webinar or is it going to always stay in the classroom format at University of Pennsylvania?
1: No, uh, so so the goal for me personally, I, I thought that creating the class one at my alma mater for a kid from Baltimore. Uh, when I went to Penn, which is a Ivy League school, you know, I was laughing and chuckling myself when I got into the school and and, and and gone there and graduated and all that stuff. And then now I think it's it's awesome. I chuckle, you know, I have a, actually have class later on today. I chuckle on my way to class every time and I'm like, this is pretty crazy and, and ironic that, that I'm teaching this class, right? But my goal for the class is to use it as a launching point and really as an experiment to fine-tune and hone in on information so that I can make it accessible to everyone. What that end game is, whether it's a, a webinar, like you said, or an app or some type of online platform or whatever, um, I'm not 100% sure of yet. We play with some ideas, but my goal is to make this information accessible to everyone for free. And I don't think it should have to uh, you gotta, it it shouldn't be contained to a college student. Yeah, you know? not everyone is going to go to college, right? Um, I just think that it's crazy that you go to twelve years of school, sixteen years of school, sometimes grad school, and you come out, and the first time you're ever learning about buying your first house is when you're trying to purchase your first home, right? Like that's crazy to me, and that's what I'm trying to combat um, with this course is just teaching people about financial decisions, life decisions that you're going to have to make. Like our last class was on credit. I don't care who you are. Your credit is going to be important to you at some point in time of of your life. And so making that information accessible to everybody um, and not just one student body or one certain group of people, Um, is my ultimate goal.
2: Now, this is interesting because, you know, I'm going to go back to your, because you're an Ivy League graduate, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. So let's put that in that, let's put in that opening credit now. You know, you said I'm a (laughs) husband, a son, a brother, an Ivy League graduate, a believer in Christ, you know, because entrepreneur, that can say a lot of things. But if you're a graduate of an Ivy League school, I know exactly who you are.
0: Can't Mm -hmm. nobody take that
2: away from you, Brandon. You know, this is about branding because see, there are two things that stand out when you go out in the general market. You, because that because that Ivy League graduate that screams intelligence. Woo! that screams smart. <laughs> and so, so that's part. And then you're a starting linebacker for that's for the New York Jets, an exclusive club. So you got two things going for you. You're physically a member of an exclusive club, and you're super intelligent because you're an Ivy League graduate. Hey, I graduated from University of Houston. I'm proud of my university, mm-hmm. but I can't say I'm an Ivy League graduate. <laughs> <laughs> and so and I, I only say that because I want you to understand, man, you got something going here and and, uh, and I want you to really take time. And I'll say you're not taking time because you got your, mm-hmm. you, you got your class life one-on-one going at the university of Pennsylvania. But my man, you can be way bigger than this. You in New York city, you are in New York city, you should be going down to Facebook Doing some webinars, doing some Facebook lives. You should be doing some periscopes. Cause my man, you I've had I've had a lot of people. Eddie George is powerful. I've had him on my show. He teaches classes at yep. Ohio State. Similar tone. But you are still playing. See, he's retired. So you got it and you figured it out while you were playing. That right there, my friend, you need to build on. You need to understand how special you really are, and you own to something very unique. And you're gonna keep winning with that, mm-hmm. Brandon. I, I'm just bragging on you right now, brother, because I nah, know how to brand I people, I know how to put people in the right direction. I will mentor you as a as a as a person. Mm-hmm. I will if you need please, me, you please. call me because in fact that you are something you're onto something very special at a young age. You're under 30. You're a millennial, man. You're a millennial. <laughs> Amen. You're not you supposed so to be much. doing I this. You're not supposed to be doing this. Okay? You're a millennial. <laughs> they they're talking about you, you don't have no focus. You
0: got plenty to focus, Ivy League graduate.